It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with AJ Casabella, who covers the Padres for MLB.com. AJ, it's the other season, the off season, whatever you want to call it. But what I'm most excited about is that you and I have a chance to chat and kind of figure out what the Padres are planning to do uh, to rev up for 2019. So first of all, before we get to the GM meetings, I know you're there, the Fall Stars game. Um, how are you? What's going on with you? I'm good. Uh, I feel like the off season is already now over now that I'm at the GM meetings. It's kind of, this is last year. This was when the first Eric Hosmer rumor dropped was at the general, the general manager's meetings. So okay. uh, that's the, that's kind of the official start of the 2019 baseball news cycle. So um, my off season has been, has been enjoyable, but I don't know. I feel like it's time <laughs> to get back to work. Time to get back to work. And you are on the ground in California at the GM meetings. Uh, what have you heard from AJ Preller? What do you know about the plans he's trying to set to build this foundation for 2019? Well, I think uh, the, the one thing that, that kind of came across to me as relevant yesterday was the, the Padres were so active looking for a starting pitcher, kind of a controllable guy at the trade deadline. They were in all the Chris Archer rumors. They were they were linked with Noah Syndergaard. Uh, they're, they're still going to be actively kind of pursuing a guy if, if he's a, if he's controllable, but I don't think the Padres are going to trade their prospects just for kind of the sake of trading them and adding a pitcher. Their, their rotation is, uh, quite frankly, not very good. It was, it was the worst rotation in the National League last year, but there's enough. They have seven pitchers in the top 100 prospects. They had five rookies last year uh, who were in the rotation for an extended period of time. So I think they, they kind of view – uh, they kind of view it as they're not going to give away a rotation spot uh, to someone who they have to trade prospects for when they could be developing these young pitchers. Uh, I, I think maybe heading into the offseason, I thought they might be a little more active than it seems like they will be. They'll still be active. I'm sure they'll be linked with some big names, but they're not. I, I wouldn't expect them to trade guys for a four or five starter. Okay. Okay. So along those lines, our friend at MLB.com, Mark Feinstein, basically wrote about all the free agents and potential matches for for them and where they could land. And he matched Gio Gonzalez, who obviously came up through the Nats organization and then was just with the Brewers um, for the end of last year. Uh, and the Padres being a fit. W what do you say? I think it, that, that's that's a reasonable fit. They could. I, I, I would expect them to maybe sign a pitcher in free agency. Um, I think they'll be active in pursuing Nathan Eovaldi. They like the upside there. I wouldn't be surprised if they're in on Yusei Kikuchi if he if he's posted as as we all expect. Um, but this this I think maybe people look people from the outside would look at this rotation and see it as in need of an overhaul given how how bad it was last season. I think the Padres look at it and say, yeah, it's in need of an overhaul, but that overhaul could come in the next year or it could come basically before 2020 when uh chris paddock comes next season logan allen uh cal quantrill some of these younger guys that are already here eric lauer joey lucchese develop 
a little more. So I, I don't think they want to block those guys' paths. That being said, someone's got to someone's got to pitch the innings, and and Gio Gonzalez makes sense as a as a kind of short term rotation fit. Okay, okay. So a guy though that Padres fans can look forward to seeing eventually, Adam is Buddy Reed. He won the MVP of the Fall Stars game, obviously out in the Fall League in Arizona, where guys go for a, a myriad of different reasons. Buddy Reed uh, to work on his game, just to get better. He turned his game around in Arizona. The Ward obviously proves that, and he's the Padres' number thirteen prospect. So looking to the future in your crystal ball, AJ, that I know you own, it's right in front of you right now, where can fans expect to see him next year, and what's his projected debut? I think next year is probably probably start the year at AA. Um, I, it, it might be a stretch to say he makes the big leagues next season. I think more than anything, the Padres really wanted to see him make strides after – I mean, he struggled a little bit after making that leap from from uh, Lake Elsinore in Class A advance to Double A, and uh, they sent him to the Fall League to kind of face some of that that stiff competition. And they wanted him to they wanted him to hit they, they wanted him to hit against kind of quality elite, maybe some upper level pitching. And he's shown that. And it's really they did the same thing with Hudson Potts. Those are two guys who the Padres think highly of in their farm system who who in a smaller sample size, didn't adjust well to double a, and that's a big jump for a lot of guys. And now this is it, what, what those two guys have done in, in the fall league has been, I know really encouraging to a lot of people in the organization. Uh, the outfield's crowded right now. I wouldn't be surprised if there's, if there's a trade in, in the Padres outfield, given they have uh, the corner spots pretty, uh, there's, there's a backlog there, but um, there's always a place for athletes like Buddy Reed. There's always a place for, for a guy who can, uh, do the things that he does with his with with his wheels, with his defense, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's making an impact on the Padres in the future. Okay, that is what I like to hear, AJ. We've got some exciting news there. Now, another guy I want to talk about is Kirby Yates, and he he's kind of making a wave right now uh, because of what's going on in baseball, because there's still baseball being played. It's not really the offseason. If anyone thinks that, it's very silly. Uh, right now, uh, Yates, as well as a bunch of other major league players, were just in Hawaii prepping for a seven-game series versus the Nippon Pro baseball team. Um, and there's a really cool clip on MLB.com of him discussing different Hawaiian slang. Uh, but what can you tell us about Kirby Yates? Because I think this is kind of a spotlight moment for him. He, he has the chance to represent the Padres, Major League Baseball, and he was born in Hawaii. So, you know, he gets to go home and, and kind of show people his land, and, and then he gets to represent in Japan. Yeah, I, I spoke with him on I, on I believe it was uh, Monday, and more than anything, he's just he's really excited for the trip. Uh, it, it's it's twofold. First, he gets to wear his his major league uniform in in Hawaii, which I think is really special to him because he's he's he, he loves where he's from. You talk to him for any any number of you talk to him for any length of time, and it kind of becomes clear he loves where he's from in Hawaii. Um, and then he gets to go to Japan. Uh, which he says he's never been, but but he's really looking forward to the culture. I think for him, he's the kind of guy who, he, upon breaking into the major leagues, he struggled a little bit. He, uh, he he wasn't the pitcher that he is now. He came to the Padres, developed a split finger fastball, which is maybe one of the best in baseball. He's a he's a bona fide back end reliever now, and I think those early struggles have kind of helped him appreciate what the game 
is kind of allowing him to do now. And so him being him being uh, a veteran in that Padres clubhouse who, who didn't have the start to his career that he would have liked, but is putting it together now. I think it means a lot to him that he's that he's that. I mean, it, it's a cool experience that's afforded to him through the sport of baseball. And he's the kind of guy who can really appreciate that. Yeah, and you know what, I love, um, AJ, that you're just talking about how he, you know, his career didn't go the way he wanted at the beginning, but um, I think that what people don't realize is that baseball is completely a game of failures, and it's a game of adjustments, and you have to change the way you play the game all the time, and and just because it's not clicking right away doesn't mean you're not going to be great one day. We see guys kind of peak, so you will, um, you know, later and and it's happening for this guy and now he gets a chance to kind of be be in the spotlight in this very very cool um event that's going on in major league baseball so i'm excited to see that starts on thursday games are going to be at like 4 a.m eastern time but you can rewatch those on mlb network later in the day and we'll obviously on mlb.com we'll have highlights and and all that good stuff so you guys can get your baseball fix because i know people are probably starting to itch a little bit the sport's been gone uh for what a cool two weeks three weeks now so (laughs) it's about time to get back to back in it but aj i really appreciate your time and insights as always yeah thanks for having me on I'm, I'll, I'll be looking forward to watching those games but i, I will not be watching at 4 a.m <laughs> not at 4 a.m definitely not but we will catch the highlights and we'll have a chance to talk next week so with aj casavell i'm danny wexelman thank you guys so much for tuning in <laughs>